What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Leo and... Stephanie. And we would like to welcome you to Saying It Out Loud. You're supposed to say it with me. Oh, no. We ain't doing that. No. A podcast focused on education and handing out free smokes. So this is your trigger warning. If you trigger easily, like the Gen Z, then click off now. So before we get started with the first episode, give you a brief history of ourselves. And since I'm the man of the house, I will be going first. <laughs> I am 31 years old, live in Valdosta, Georgia, which is by far the worst state on the planet, next to Alabama. I am currently serving in the United States Air Force. I have been working out for 15 years and training for six. There's a huge difference between those two. I am from Dallas, Texas, the best state and city on the planet, and have two Huskies. More specifically, two Red Huskies, because I don't like to do basic, you know, I like to go above and beyond. And I'm Stephanie, I think I'm 26 or 25, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm from Puerto Rico, San Juan. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> so much for education. I own Valhalla Athletics, it's an online coaching business, and I'm currently studying for physical therapy. And we are married, if you were wondering. <laughs> More importantly, let's roll right on into this first episode, which is why we do not like new people when they get into fitness. Wait, that's not how I want to say that. Why we don't like new people getting into fitness. Nope. So before you get triggered and click out, hold off, listen to a whole podcast because we actually mean to be educational, not bashing on people. <laughs> yeah, so another disclaimer to the previous disclaimer. <laughs> and since ladies go first, I'm going to go ahead and let her start it off. With my background in fitness and how I started because I was a beginner at first. I modeled my whole life. I struggled with wanting to be skinny. Was almost anorexic because of it. We were always taught to fear that number getting up and fear food and only want salads and everything like that. So once I got into college, that's when I wanted to start working out and get healthier. And I didn't really know what I was doing. So I followed people on Instagram, saw what they were doing, tried Mimic, and it just made things worse because it made the comparison game of my body not being like theirs and me getting discouraged. So this is the whole reason why what we're going to talk about in this episode is going to help you as a beginner to get started versus doing it all wrong and doing challenges and everything and Getting that, letting that gym anxiety overcome you. Yeah, so <clears throat> obviously we had two different paths. She had the anorexia path, and I just wanted to be as big as possible when I first got into fitness. So I actually got into fitness when I was on a deployment in Afghanistan, and there was this freaking huge black guy who was part of my flight. And one day he showed me this book on training. And I was like, yo, what is that? He's like, this is what I use to get as big as I am. 
and he was showing pictures of himself to me of how shredded he was, no homo. And I wanted to be just like that. I just, I just wanted to get as big as possible. So I started training, or I would say training. I started working out, you know, pretty much just picking up weights, putting it down. And it fostered into something bigger when I got back from my deployment and I actually started taking it serious, which led me to where I am today, which is having a structured training program and trying to help as many people possible not fall into the same traps that she just mentioned, people going on Instagram and looking at these influencers who have literally no idea what the hell they're doing. They're just putting out content to try to get followers and make money. So let's start with his side. Why do you hate new people getting into fitness? Starting with my side because I'm the man in the house. So, <laughs> so <clears throat> a lot of issues with newbies getting into fitness is they get into fitness for the wrong reasons. And there's a whole bunch of reasons, but the big ones I see are bad breakups, their friends get them into fitness, or challenges. And I can't really tell you what's a wrong reason for you because it's your life and you can live it however you want to. But what I can tell you is those reasons I just listed off aren't going to lead to the maximum potential in your fitness journey. I don't I don't know. Do you agree with those? Yeah, I do. I mean, being a coach and trainer and seeing how people can easily get discouraged, especially with challenges, not trying to mention companies, but... Beachbody. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and the 75 hard day, whatever <coughs> it's called. I don't really pay attention too much, but I've learned and studied what it entails. And it's a quick way for you to lose motivation, starve yourself, push yourself to a limit that as a beginner, you might not be ready for and could get injured too. So that's the reason why we emphasize that beginners should find either research, trainer, coach, whatever that can get you into the right path versus just doing whatever and wasting years or maybe get injured or get discouraged. Yeah, so so think about being new to fitness, never have done fitness before and you're on TikTok or Instagram or Twitter or YouTube and you stumble across the 75 day hard challenge. In that challenge, it literally calls for you to go cold turkey on a few of the big things that most people do, which is drink alcohol and eat foods that are, there's no good or bad food, but foods that are high in calories, high in fats, all the good foods, you know what I'm saying? So imagine just going cold turkey on alcohol. Think to yourself right now, could you do that day one, cold turkey? Probably not. Then also think about waking up at zero five in the morning. Who wants to do that? Day one, nobody. And then think about adding in two workouts a day. You got time for that in your schedule? You already don't have time to go to the gym. Or well, that's what a lot of you say anyways. I don't have time for this. So now you got to do two workouts. Then you got to take cold showers. Nobody wants to take a motherfucking cold shower. So it's literally forcing you to do things that I wouldn't ask anybody to do. It has all the right intentions behind it, of especially for a beginner to get you into the right path. But it's too much of a push 
that it's a slippery slope for beginners, especially if you lack motivation or if you have that all or nothing mentality because one of the rules of this challenge is that if you skip a day or you don't do one of the little goals entailed, then you have to start all over again. And sometimes that that can be very hard for people. It leads to a lot of binges after or give you that all or nothing mentality when you work out and you miss one day for some reason because you feel like you failed and you feel like you have to start all over again. And is it really worth it if you suffered, if you really didn't like what you were doing or enjoying it? Is it worth going back to day one? It might not be. And that's why we don't really enjoy <laughs> that challenge at all. Yeah, I would never advocate for any kind of challenge that forces you to do something that you don't want to do, especially when new people get to the gym, they have no foundation on how to work out correctly. And this challenge doesn't teach you that. It doesn't tell you to go out there, hey, research how to train properly, research correct form, research how to create a sustainable nutrition plan. It doesn't teach you any of that. It teaches you how to suffer. And if you're like me, I don't like suffering. <laughs> I suffer enough at work as it is. I don't want to freaking then get off and then come to the gym and then suffer in the gym or throughout the rest of the day. Not to mention all the other added stress that you have throughout your life. Yeah, part of what I emphasize to all my clients and everyone that follows us on social media is to have this part of your lifestyle. So not make this a burden. It can be a burden sometimes because you might not have motivation to go to the gym, but not to take out all of your favorite foods, to make you work out twice a day when you barely have time for a 30-minute workout, to even have you read if you don't like reading. Although it could be a great thing for some people, but I know for Leo, if you told him to read, he would probably not read. So it's not read. for everyone. <laughs> and that is the reason. But what are the other reasons you don't like new people? So another big thing, and I pick on Gen Z a lot because I, I see it more prominent in them when they're at the gym because there's like an influx of these mother freakers. And when they work out, they literally bring a whole army of people to work out with. And that's not having structure when you come to the gym. There was a post the other day I saw on Instagram of some freaking chick. And she literally had a poll that said, hey, what should I work out today? All right. Well, you're already wrong. If you're in the gym, you should have a training plan that you are following to help you progress. You shouldn't be asking your Instagram audience what you should work out today. You're not in the gym to have fun. The gym sucks. It's a place where you push yourself past your limits to become better. It's not a place where you go to freaking do goddamn uh, ring around the, the freaking bench press and <laughs> joke and laugh with your friends. That's not what you're there for. So I hate that they don't have structure. I know way too many people. And that's why when we say we've been working out for X amount of time for training, it's two different things. A lot of people spend so many years just working out, going through the motions, not having a set program, not knowing what they're doing. And that's why maybe past the first year, you won't see much changes. And You'll just try different programs. You'll try this, try that, but you don't have anything that's structured to you, to your goals, to what you want to accomplish or your just body type or what your genetic 
capability is and asking someone hey what should i do today is definitely not the right way because that means that you're just going through the motions and it will only take you further away from your goal versus what you're trying to accomplish i'm not saying that you should um suffer through all of your workouts and completely hate the gym because that's not the point but at the same time if you have no foundation if you have no set goal and you're just dancing around the gym that's <laughs> not the way to go either because it's not gonna get you to where you want to be at all let me let me cut in real quick let me <laughs> let me say something about dancing around the gym that she brought this up there's these people on instagram that have this crazy idea that in between your sets that you should be dancing and you know they're using these new freaking key terms like get your vibration high and doing all this meditation in between sets listen when you're in between sets, you need to be resting so you're ready for your next set so you can provide the exact same intensity to improve. You're not there to dance and waste your energy dancing around and not be able to do another set of eight or whatever the rep scheme you're doing that day. You're there to make progress, not dance around. I don't know where they got this mentality from. Yeah, it sucks because I actually do have a client that used to do that and when she got injured, it was just like an all or nothing thing. And she just stopped because she wasn't herself. She wasn't dancing anymore between sets. And part of that was associating that she had to enjoy and dance around and be known for being that person during her workouts. And when she wasn't that because she was injured or not enjoying her workouts and it just wasn't right. And she stopped all out. And that's that's just sending the wrong message at all because I mean why why not push yourself between like every set instead of having all of this energy to dance and have a super set galore or hit workout galore between sets you're not actually truly pushing yourself and that's what leads to a lot of people abusing of cardio after or losing weight but not losing body fat not putting actually mu actual muscle in that's even more discouraging at times because you don't have the metabolism to keep up with what foods you want, etc. So it's, again, a <laughs> slippery slope. Oh, we slip on all the slopes right here. <laughs> the, the bottom line is, if you're dancing, if you're texting, if you're talking in between sets, that means you're literally not pushing yourself as hard as you can and you're wasting your freaking time. And then you're wasting my time because you're taking up a piece of equipment that I could be using or she could be using. <laughs> so, I mean, the main reasons for this podcast is because if you're a beginner and you're listening to this, especially for women, I know it's a gym anxiety is a huge thing. And that's the reason why they have women's section or even women's only gym. And it's mainly because they go in and they either stick to the cardio machines or they're not sure what they're doing and they're just in their head thinking that everyone's judging them or everyone is looking at their workouts and being like, wow, she doesn't know what she's doing. She shouldn't be using that machine, etc." And part of that that can be taken away from all this anxiety is having a set program. So that's why either taking the time to research and know how to write a program for yourself or having someone to do it for you is more important and will take a lot of that fear that you might be feeling in the gym so two things on that one 
back when I was first getting into fitness, bro, I would literally go to the gym late at night or early in the morning to practice my form because I didn't want to go in there and be during peak hours and be embarrassed because I didn't know how to do something correctly. I would have my phone right there, have freaking the scraps of YouTube because when I was growing up, YouTube wasn't really prevalent because I grew up in the 90s. So I had Nokia <laughs> flip phones and stuff. But I would have my phone right there playing the freaking bench press form or deadlift form or squat form over and over again. And I wanted to make sure I got it right. I didn't want to be embarrassed. And second, if you think about these 12-week programs that people put out, okay, that's a starting point. But think about it. Does it cater to your goals? Does it attack your weaknesses? Does it take in, uh, in account your fitness level, beginner, intermediate, or advanced? Or is it just a cookie cutter program that everybody can do just so they can get money? Yeah, a lot of people, and I've had people in my comment section say this, it's like, well, this is at least a start for them to get into fitness. And that's what got me into fitness. And that's awesome. But a lot of people, there's either two population, the people that use that to start and then do their own research and try to learn for themselves and become better. And people that let one thing fail and then get discouraged and just go through challenges to challenges, fad diets to fad diets and be even more detrimental to their health and be even more detrimental to their mental health. And that's what we're trying to prevent is for the beginners to stop doing that cycle that just prolongs years of bad training and bad protocols for nutrition. That's not what you're meant for. And Mentally, it's just a lot to take in, too. Yeah, you shouldn't be hopping from program to program to program to programming. You should be programming for yourself and you should be changing out exercises to bring up lacking areas on your own body. And another point to piggyback on her point if you're not <laughs> in the gym for yourself and you're there for another reason, you're in there for the wrong reason you should be in there to improve your physical health you're not in, like i said earlier you're not in the gym to have fun you're not in the gym to seem to sing a kuna matata <laughs> you're in there to progress in your physical health which will lead to your mental well-being being better because you will gain confidence you will gain a better or well, maybe maybe you'll gain a better uh, body positive attitude body image body image there you go <laughs> or that could go either way <laughs> but regardless of the fact you're going to gain the confidence and you'll feel better in the gym and you'll be able to interact with more people of the same caliber now because you you made it yeah you grow an audience i mean part of uh, part of my reasoning with clients before they sign up is asking their why because if it's just a simple, oh, well, I broke up and I want to look better. So he just thinks, oh, well, he lost me, all this other stuff that can be very petty. That's not a real reason. And the problem with that is that you will stop seeing results and give up on yourself and lose motivation so quick because you're doing it for all the wrong reasons. And say, for example, that person didn't notice you, then you're just so attached to that that you're doing it for the wrong reasons you're 
you start hating the gym, you start hating yourself and start wondering why. That's that's not the point of fitness. That's not the point of becoming better and that's not the point of becoming healthier either. Yeah, so bottom line, you're in the gym to be a better version of you, not to impress anybody else. Anyways, we can go on for days about this topic, but I think we gave you guys a decent amount of information on how to improve and not fall into the same pit holes, pit traps, pitfalls, there we go, <laughs> that everybody else has fallen into and to prevent the same mistakes that we made when we were going through our fitness journey. So quick little recap on what we talked about. <laughs> so, one, avoid those 12-week programs and challenges. It might seem like it has a good intention behind it and get you started, but it might be detrimental for you and it's better to avoid them. Two, either do your research or hire someone because you need a, a program that's according to you and your goals. Three, find a clear why. Why do you want to start? Why do you hate how you look, etc.? Because if it's just for someone else or because your buddy got you into it, it might not be enough to get you through the days that, <clears throat> sorry, into you're, not, <laughs> you're not uh, motivated. And that's usually the reason why a lot of beginners stop and then start again and cycle all through different programs because they don't have a clear why. And we're trying to prevent that for you. And for proper form, which is huge, we will have a different podcast episode about that, but research proper form or hire someone that will actually check your form. It doesn't have to be an in-person trainer, but someone that you can send their videos and they will give you a specific reasons why you're not doing something right and get you to where you want to go. So I thought we were going to do this recap together, but she stole all the thunder. Oh, <laughs> So recap complete. So if you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more like this, comment down below some ideas. We are up for anything. We have a few things in mind, but we are open to your suggestions. And thank you for coming out. Hope you enjoyed it. See you next time.